Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to the 9320 Podcast, the show that is struggling to cope with the possibility that Arsenal fans might actually be a weirder breed than Liverpool fans. Uh, this is a one-off general state of play podcast, catching up on events in the close season as football, of some form, draws closer with the team jetting off to Japan. I wish I was. Uh, discuss whatever takes our fancy. Delighted to be joined by Steve. Afternoon, Steve. How are you? Afternoon, sir. Whatever takes our fancy. It's carte blanche today, is it? Yeah, do you want to talk, just keep talking about food. <laughs> um, yeah, food no. and and telly. It's it's always a nice. I'm enjoying the break, to be honest, with football. Um, I'm starting to miss it now. It's it's kicking in a bit, but I've got to say, a couple of weeks without football has been quite lovely. I'm not sure. I'm missing it. I just I just looked at the first week of fixtures before. It's like Burnley away Friday, then that Seville game in the midweek, and then Newcastle. Yeah. I'm already like, Strahill, that's a tough start. Oh my God, <laughs> this fixture list looks damn. We're not ready yet, and we always start the season slow. I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can handle being frustrated about the England cricket team. Uh, you know, I'd love them to win the Ashes, and if they don't, I'll be gutted. Gutted, but then over it in about five minutes because mm. football's everything for me. You know, same. Same with the women's football. I might do. Dip into it, uh, but ultimately nothing stays with me <laughs> except for my, the results of Manchester City Football Club. I, I have enjoyed it, to be honest. I, I wouldn't even say I'm bored of the break yet. It doesn't seem that long. It seems like last week that was in Istanbul. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Time always just goes so quickly, does it not? And I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Just do you watch other sports? Um, well, as we, well, as you we have a summer agree, off sport, basically. I mean, as you've just alluded to there about cricket and how you can let it go within five minutes, that kind of that, that's your admission in in a way that you know cricket isn't a real sport. Um, <laughs> I'm not. You're not really me in with this one, mate. <laughs> um, but to, to my mind, it's not a real sport. As in, I've just got no interest in it. I don't understand the rules. Um, yeah. I followed Wimbledon a little bit. I do enjoy Wimbledon. I'm very excited about the Open starting today. Um, yeah, I, I am a complete glory hunter when it comes to golf. Mm. Uh, I don't follow it at all, apart from the majors. And then suddenly I'm, I'm immersed for three or four days. So, um, yeah, I, I, that aside, and, and of course, the Women's World Cup, um, I've had to write extensively about it the last couple of weeks, and that's really got the juices flowing as well. Not just for, for the Lionesses either, as, but there's some really interesting good players to look out for and some really interesting matchups and possibilities, etc. So, I'll be following the World Cup from here on in. Um, yeah, to this point now, I've had a break from sport, I think, as much as football. It's been mm. quite nice. And yeah, any sport at its peak is watchable for me. I'm not a tennis fan. It's way down the list. But that men's final was just like... Yeah, I absolutely. mean, at its peak, it's just mesmerising. It, it really brings out the pretentiousness in me. Cause it, 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 it <laughs> shakes, but it, it does. It, you're watching it, you're thinking, this is more than sport this is shakespearean this is pure drama just distilled you know and and, and i'm thinking these thoughts as i watch a tennis thinking oh god what a knobhead i am <laughs> i can't just enjoy it i have to start kind of being all pretentious about it but it really does and 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 the great snooker finals you know a world snooker final if it goes to the last frame it's more than sport isn't it and mm. um, boxing as well i've got no interest in boxing but if you pit two great boxers against each other which sadly doesn't happen anymore um, then, yeah, count me in. But mm. it's it's just glory hunting. I think if you're just being a tourist with other sports, that's absolutely fine. Um, 
because as long as you don't go on Twitter and you pretend you know more about it than you do, which I've been at pains not to do, I haven't tweeted about tennis because once it's gone, I won't think about tennis now until mm. well another few months to the next major. So that's the beauty of the Olympics for me. It's just like a small gusboard of all the stuff you wouldn't normally yes. watch, but at its peak, basically. So and and you don't get people pretending they're kind of experts on. I don't know, I'm trying to think of one of the obscure sports in, or just diving, for example, in, in the Olympics. That, that, we're <laughs> no, all... I, I draw a line at diving. Cause I draw a line at sports where they have to be judged and given scores because you ultimately Subjective, don't know yeah. what you're watching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if an ice skater is doing a great routine unless unless a commentator tells me they are. Like, it all looks the same. To, if they do, Unless they fall on their arse, it all looks the same to me. So, uh, yeah, but there's so much to... To watch it's like and the great thing about the ashes and olympics is it's an excuse to stop working <laughs> during the day so uh, so what's what's happening with the ashes and i know it's due to 2-1 down England. 2-1 down yeah so the weather in manchester saturday sunday is appalling Oof. yeah so basically australia hold the ashes so they only have to draw the series mm. to retain the ashes so if the series is a draw they retain the ashes. So England have to win the next two tests, right. the final two tests, to win 3-2. How, how, how commonplace is a draw in cricket? Well, I mean, over. I mean, if we lose this game to weather and it's a draw, then England can only then draw the series by winning the last test. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they have to win this game. That's bullshit, but, though, isn't it? But the weather looks the like weather. it may ruin it. But they, but they score a lot faster than they used to. So Isn't that they, nonsense, though, that a sport could be such an important event could be decided by the weather? I mean, that just shows it's not a real sport, Howard, is it? Come on. It's the purest form of cricket and always will be. So. When one of the most and pivotal annoying, players is cloud cover, come on. Every time I go to Old Trafford, it rains. <laughs> the cricket <laughs> ground. Apart from when I went to see Radiohead when it didn't. So but when I go and watch... <laughs> actual cricket it rains and then I have to leave again so it is frustrating the weather so yeah it is how it is I'd just say play through the rain then you'll get entertainment so yeah because yeah a rock hard ball firing at you in pouring rain at 90 miles an hour I bet I bet you'd watch that wouldn't you so I tell you what, you'd get some great sports photography from that, wouldn't you? With all the mm. kind of rain coming off it and the hitting the balls and stuff, yeah. That's Health just... and safety nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before there is plenty to talk about uh, about City, I think. This might have oh, been yeah. a close um, yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, and football in general. Uh, just finally, any TV recommendations before we do the football? You know what, I, I do. I, we've been just going over old ground recently, mm. um, but then suddenly we've I've, we've hit upon two real good ones. Um, the Diplomat on... Netflix. Right. I've just lost um, Netflix. So. Oh, have you? It's, I was it's... piggybacking on someone else's account, and it seems Netflix have found out. So. Yeah, they've tightened <laughs> down on that. Yeah. Um, so, Diplomat's really good. Right. Yeah. It's political intrigue, yeah. and by the, by the end of the first episode, you're hooked. So you think, okay, this is mm. good. So three episodes in now, it's really good. And Silo? Ah, I started the first episode, got waylaid by something I needed to do, and never finished the first episode. Ah, that's a shame, man. It's so, oh, now we'll start again. But yeah, the, the best recommendation I can give for Silo is it's completely not the genre that I normally go for mm. at all. Even the feel of it and the, everything about it is not my kind of telly, but the quality is there. So you think, yeah, I, I'm really hooked on this. So um, I think we're four episodes into that, and it's really good. So oh, and then. Um, Hijack as well with oh, yeah. uh, Edris Elba, yeah. 
Is it, yeah. Is it like 24 type of like real, really annoying real time like Yes. It's, well, you forget about the real time bit. I, I thought that might just be a novelty and mm. they've just, it's just in the background. You forget about it, but it's every week and that's really annoying. You can't binge it. It's every Wednesday it comes mm-hmm. out. So it's not um, finished yet now. But I mean, just in the, giving an insight into our, our family life and how rock and roll we are. Um, I was making tea last night, walked, you know, walked out of the kitchen and my wife was really excited, and I was like, "What? What? What?" Cause, you know, like something really big's happened, and she's like, "It's Wednesday. Hi, Jack's on tonight." And then <laughs> I was almost jumping around with glee. So yeah, it is good. Um, any recommendations from yourself? No, I tend to watch. I just uh, no, I don't have the con- only one really. I've been watching old stuff as well, just surfing. Yeah. It's like I know I've been playing PS Five quite a lot as well. Uh, the old Uncharted games because they've been remastered. Right. And I find that better than just watching telly at the moment. There was one, yeah. I finally started watching Leftovers. Don't know if you ever watched it. It's um, got Max Richter soundtrack. It's like a Rapture event where... Oh, yes. yeah. I've only done one episode, but I'll be trying to get through that. It's only been three series anyway. You know, where like a percentage... One in percentage. ten, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just disappears off the earth. So, And the style of it first episode, a bit different to what I expected. So... Uh, I guess the one I would do is uh, Colin from Accounts, which is a BBC I player. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Australian comedy. Yeah, I wouldn't say drama. It's kind of comedy, isn't it? About That's drama as well. Two people, yeah. Man it. runs over a dog because a woman's flashing at him at the time and he gets distracted. And the relationship between those two people. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's Australian, it's rude, it's adult, it's funny. And I just love the style of it. It's yeah. absolutely wonderful. Help it's me got, make it's it. It's got, got a bit of heart to it as well, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, it absolutely has. The deeper you get into it, the more it's like becomes less, yeah, less comedy and more. It really does have heart. Uh, mm. <coughs> don't know with the writer strike. I don't know if there'll be a second one. They are married yeah. in real life as well, aren't they? So yes. Would it matter if it's in Australia or not? The writer strike. Yeah, I don't know. I was just reading up. You know, I just googled series two. Or, season two or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and someone it was mentioned in an article so I don't know to be honest right, so. right. but there maybe it's the, uh, maybe they're based in America who knows so yeah that's one I would absolutely recommend so yes right let's talk football uh-huh. <laughs> the, the obvious places <laughs> I go into Twitter every day and people are losing the shit completely and yeah I still go on Blue Moon to see if there's some rumour or who's has anyone actually left it's more about leavings and arrivals it feels yeah. most of the time does this all bore you or are you no. excited about it um i'm not one for speculation and to, I'm, mm. I'm talking about twitter and you know so I, I i tend to browse and watch what other people are putting and what they're thinking i don't really chip in much um ultimately i don't think any of us know um which kind of ties in with an observation i do have which is I'm really surprised at how little transfer speculation there is out there about City signing players um, because we clearly are going to. And, you know, we're the league champions. You would expect there to be an avalanche, but we're not being linked to a great deal of players, have we? Um, There's Rafinha um, to come in instead of Mares, but the club has subsequently scorched that. Um, I'm struggling to think of any others. Who else have we been linked to? And it's really surprising. We'll get to him, but Cavadiel is surely going oh, to no, happen. Oh, no, but that, he's, he's going to be but a that's a, Yeah, yes, you're kind of different. like taking us red. He will be yeah. here at some point. Absolutely, yeah. No, I'm talking but about not all City signings have rumors. a lead-up, do they? So. 
I think that's what I was saying, why it linked to what I was just talking about as well, is because none of us know, and the club mm. is so good at just going to lockdown on that, not leaking anything, and just suddenly we sign a player from nowhere, uh, making these supposed in the nose look a bit stupid in the process. But I think that's, you know, there's Pavard as well. Um, Pavard's, yeah, I will get to him very shortly. Um, I can't think of many other players who have been linked to. And you'd, I mean, obviously, it's all about the departures, as you say. And maybe when these players go, then the avalanche will start of all these transfer well, speculation. The obvious question is, how worried are you? How worried are you that City can lose five players mm. in a in a summer? And secondly, I think what worries me more is that City will do what they've done before and say, "Oh, we're happy with what we've got." How worried are you they won't be replaced as much as the fact that they leave in the first place? We we have to take that on, in, on a player by player basis, so we individual do, yeah. basis. I mean, for example, I mean, you said five; uh, it would be six, wouldn't it, if everyone left? Well, I mean, so. Mares and Gundogan. Gundogan's gone. Mares is going. Yes. So we yeah. can tick those two off. Yeah. Walker seems to want to go. Yeah. Highly likely he goes three. Laporte. That's a strange one. I mean, Stefan if I'm at another club, I'd be like all over that. Any well, well, other Stefan, club. Stefan tweeted just that saying it's bizarre how little he is. Weird. Around, yeah. I mean, yes. it's, I found it weird how little football he got at City, but you know, it's all about the intricate little things we pep into it, right? Yeah, the little things he couldn't do in defence, but, you know, he's, he's far too good to be a sub, let's put it that way. Yeah, that's weird, but I assume he will go. But again, someone has to pay for him. <laughs> you know, someone has to pay the money. I assume he'll go cheaper than we think he's worth as well. It will be the end of that. So there's one, and of course, there's Bernardo. So well, have I forgotten anyone? Cancelo as well. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but it still counts. He's still no, I know, but in my angst or worries or thinking about what will happen with him will happen with him, mm. it's not at the forefront of my thoughts about yeah, next no. season. Like, are we short here? Or in a way, he could be a bonus, and we'll come to him as well. So, mm. but you know, I think more about Bernardo. Obviously, he's number one, and then I think about the effect of the other players. So, mm. I don't know. Let's say four. Then four go. Is that? Just too much upheaval for City no, in a summer. Four, four isn't. Four will be okay. Six is too many. Five is too many. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you look back. I'm talking from an historical stance here as well. If you look back at other successful teams when they've had an overhaul, when they've refreshed, when they've done so from a really strong position, and they've looked around and thought, okay, who's 31, 32 here? You know, who is kind of getting a touch complacent mm. who simply wants to move on and, and look for, for new challenges because they've achieved it all at City I mean it's quite highly pertinent that when I was looking at um, some Mores stuff earlier the first thing he said you know when he signed for City is I want to win the Champions League with City mm. and the last thing he's done at Manchester City is, is precisely that so there will be players who think I want a new challenge and you know Gundo has been an obvious example so when you look back at other successful teams it's usually been three or four players, anything more than that. And then it's your whole squad's got a completely different look to it. Um, there's too many players to bed in. It's, there's too many players to gel in, in the dressing room. Um, I think three or four, a squad can take anything more and you've got a problem. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now 
or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.